This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hey there, hapsters. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear Mark, my boyfriend, in the background. I hope not. You know, it's just one of those um, snow days, work from home, <laughs> scheduling issues. I hope it's not a problemo. Um, but yeah, I I am excited still to talk to you about the self-sabotage itch. We're back to regular programming, all the feels in business and as business owners. How how'd you like the limited series, though? accessing my highest selves we talked about a lot we talked about being a mompreneur which is a word that is recently coming under a lot of scrutiny I mean I guess it's been for a while in some communities but um I don't I don't worry too much about it if you're one of those people that doesn't like the word mompreneur you're associating it with like boss babe like there has to be some word uh to emphasize that we are female um and you think that that means that i really deep down believe that women don't actually belong in this space so it's extra impressive or special that's not really what i think of when i think of mompreneur and for you you might not like that word but for me what i think of and i really wanted to clear this up in case a couple of you are thinking that um, that you don't like that word why i love it is because i think that it's just such a unique skill set and also such unique and specific circumstances right like dadpreneurs that's not a thing for a reason because they don't have a lot of the same um thoughts and historical uh you know, uh, issues or, um, you know, societal pressures as, as moms do. And certainly I'm generalizing here, but I think that, um, it's kind of nice for me if I'm talking to entrepreneurs, love it, love talking to entrepreneurs, but there are certain things that I would be talking about here on this podcast when I'm talking to moms and entrepreneurs. And I just love a good wordplay. So I'm not going to call the episode moms who are also entrepreneurs. I'm going to call it mompreneurs. I would have done that even before that was a saying. I would have created that word for this episode. You know how I love myself a word creation. So anyway, just wanted to say that as an aside about that jargon. Okay. Uh, we also talked about uh, in accessing my highest selves, that limited series, uh, accessing the person who is the doer of impossible things, the person who is a kick-ass co-parent, the person who uh, wants to become a fashionista, even if you don't believe that's your identity yet, the person who's an amazing student and coachee. So fun. And the truth is, this was a bit of a marketing hack since, of course, if you listened, you know that all of my tips were all thoughts and feelings. Why? Because that is what ultimately is required to create your results high quality thoughts and high quality feelings right that's your fuel hustling and taking consistent action and we're i mean if it was just the action that you needed to take to make millions of dollars you could just go and listen to all the free podcasts from all the successful people telling you what they do 
they exist, those podcasts that just talk about the actions and the systems and the modules and the business models and how to, right? And you could just do those things. But there's a reason that you don't. It's because you have an unmanaged mind. You have some thoughts that make you feel separate or different from them or some thoughts about your feelings, right? And when you take, uh, when you hustle or you take consistent action with an unmanaged mind, that's what creates burnout. It's just unsustainable and it's at the expense of yourself, okay? So all of my hacks and all of my um, advice that I'm giving you, my tips, uh, I'm a coach, so I don't really give too much advice or tips, but if I do, it's just going to be some really high quality thoughts, thought patterns that you could look at or um, how to create uh, high quality feelings for you to take your action more so than it will be specific actions and I think that that's more valuable so you're welcome anyway uh, but we can't deny wanting to create those big audacious juicy results anyway right like I know I agree it's fun to create results especially the mondo ones mondo did any of you guys drink that drink when you were younger I de- I'm definitely showing what age range I'm in by referencing that but if you know what I'm talking about you're probably around 31 to 34. (laughs) Okay, so today's episode is a peek behind the curtain of my own experience. Uh, As I was prepping this, I was going to include some of my clients' experiences as well with this self-sabotage itch, but I think that it's going to be long enough just telling you about my own, so we'll see if we have time. But with something that inevitably happens just before, during, or just after we've created a big result that we want. And that feeling is the self-sabotage itch. So self-sabotage, you know, is an action and all actions are caused by our feelings, right? So for the purposes of this episode, we're going to use this blanket, uh, term of the self-sabotage itch as the feeling that creates self-sabotage but of course it comes in many names right I see it manifest in the form of fear worry unworthiness discomfort identity crisis panic self-doubt and my favorite pretend confusion (laughs) all of these emotions are going to uh, create Uh, self-sabotaging actions when you're on your way to or they could we're going to talk about that actually they could create or prompt you to want to take self-sabotaging actions if you do not properly process this emotion all right so if you notice yourself feeling any or all of these feelings en route to your big juicy result I have a message for you nothing has gone wrong (laughs) The emotional route to your next level is supposed to feel 50-50, okay? I'm going to tell you a tale of my brain's latest high dosage of the self-sabotage itch. And I've been wanting to talk about this like every day. I've been thinking about this. I, I just, I had another episode planned for you guys. And ultimately I was like, no, I have to talk about this because it was so crazy, you guys. And it happened last week. I was, I think I mentioned in my end of the last episode, I was just recently interviewed on the Life Coach School podcast, okay? This is a podcast hosted by Brooke Castillo, who is 
um, my coach in my group coaching program and also uh, the founder of the Life Coach School, a very successful um, life coach life coach certification program as well as school in general and she is also an idol of mine an inspiration in just so many ways and you guys I was chosen to be on this podcast and I immediately felt the self-sabotage itch okay this podcast has 18 million listeners okay so my brain was doing all of the things that brains do when we've created this result. So suddenly I get an email from her assistant saying, congratulations, you've been selected to be on the podcast for an episode we're doing called How to Do Well. Brooke would love for you to be an example of a success story with her coaching program, how you've created success using the tools of scholars which I highly recommend if you guys are looking for a group coaching program and obviously happening sessions, my own, but also scholars. It's amazing. Can't say enough. Okay. So when I was selected, I get this email, right? (laughs) Immediately all of, I go through like the seven stages of, of those emotions that I mentioned before, the fear, the worry, the unworthiness, discomfort, all of the things. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you actual examples of what was happening the week the day the hours and the minutes leading up to actually being on the podcast and even what happened right afterwards so okay first I got the email and I my first reaction was oh my god oh my god oh my god is this real no I, I felt like I had just won the lottery I was just kept checking like am I being punked Ashton what's happening and then I I went into immediate like oh my gosh I what did I say in that email when I said all of the things that I've created from scholars did I lie like I didn't even remember what I had said in this email because I knew so many people were receiving this email to give feedback on how they had created results from the program that I didn't even think that it was going to result in me being on the podcast. I did not even think so. I had to go back and read the email. I had this fear and worry set in into my body that was like, oh my gosh, you are not worthy of this. Your real life is not successful enough to be deserving of being an example of how to do well on the podcast. I had all of those unworthy feelings and thoughts immediately, right? I I had convinced myself for a second that I had lied. I had to reread the email like a million times to be like, okay, no, I did do that. I guess all of this is true. There still must be something wrong. It must have, she must have sent the email to the wrong person, right? Like I was losing my mind. Then I started to have obsession over potential tech issues, I had to get coaching multiple times from my own group coaching program on my fears. I was having actual nightmares and fears about um, not having the right mic and the sound quality being bad and her just muting me and being like, no, sorry, you're missing out on this opportunity or my internet going out and in the middle of it and me missing out on the opportunity and like my brain had played every potential scenario in which there was no way that I could just show up and everything would go great and I would just be on the podcast. Like 
my brain could not accept it because I was in such discomfort and an identity crisis of this is not my life, right? So my brain was trying to say like, oh yeah, don't worry. It won't be your life. Something's going to go wrong. And it's, so it's starting, starting to, it thinks, my brain thinks it's trying to make me feel better. It's like, yeah, don't worry. Like something's going to go wrong. And then you can go back to your normal life <laughs> where you're not a guest on this podcast that you really want to be a guest on, right? It makes no sense, but it also makes total sense. Your brain is like, oh, you don't want this life like it's too uncomfortable it's too different it's unknown there I'll just make it so that you sabotage yourself so we can stay here it's comfy here okay so I went through the fear and the worry I went through the unworthiness and the identity crisis right and the discomfort more discomfort was like I was really unsure of how to prepare for something that you can't prepare for so one of the things it said in the email from her assistant was The best way for you to prepare for this podcast is to just come as you are, right? I was like, fuck that. Are you kidding me? You're not going to tell us anything. She was like, you're perfectly prepared as you are. Just come and she's going to ask you questions and just answer them the same way you answered the email. Or She didn't even say any of that, right? I'm making this up. She literally just said, come as you are. You're already prepared. And my brain was like, red flag nope you're not prepared you can't possibly be prepared because this isn't your life and it's not going to go well (laughs) right I can't even tell you how hilarious it started to be to the point where you know I'm a coach so part of what we do is always remind ourselves you need to just get an awareness of your thoughts you can't really stop a thought from coming but you can disconnect from believing it or as I call it I've done an episode here on like swipe left on that thought right? So the thought pops up and it's like, oh yeah, you do need to prepare. There is some secret thing that the other guests on this panel are preparing and you don't have that information. So you're not going to be prepared. So, (laughs) right. So I was feeling that discomfort. And as a coach, I knew that I just had to laugh at these thoughts. And I, I was like, it was, I was laughing out loud random times in the day. And my boyfriend would be like, what's so funny? And I'd be like, oh, my brain. It's And I'd be like, you don't even want to know what it's saying to me right now. And I was like, I need to do a podcast episode on this because I've created some big, massive results this year. Like big in terms of money, big in terms of relationships. I've moved. I've completely up-leveled my career, my fashion, my just so much about my identity. I've gotten to that next level. But it doesn't mean that I wasn't feeling negative emotions 50% of time. It doesn't mean I was immune to this self-sabotage itch and I needed to share this with you so you didn't think that anything had gone wrong, okay? Nothing is going wrong and it's so amazing for you to know, right? The other thing I had experienced was this water cup thing. So it's like minutes before the podcast and I am thirsty and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna pour myself a water. I think it was 15 minutes before the podcast. And my brain immediately is like, oh, don't do that. If you it visualized putting my cup of water next to my computer and knocking it over in the middle of the thing, my computer being fried, me missing out on the opportunity, right? That was like the worst case scenario that every single one of my visualizations ended up with. And I was like, oh my God, no, I can't pour water. Like I'll just stay thirsty. It's fine. I could suck it up for the other next hour and a half, 15. Then my brain gives me a visualization of me talking to Brooke and my mouth being so dry that like I can't even speak. (laughs) 
and I'm like oh well no I guess I need water and then I'm like I'll just put it on the floor like under my desk and then I'm like I picture me knocking over the water onto right now I, I still have some of my important documents I'm not gonna say but like they're part of them is I'm going through some of them and so they were under my desk at the time and I was like pictured it it pouring onto Calvin's birth certificate and like ruining all of my important documents. My brain was going crazy about water. This was like the panic emotion that was trying to create the self-sabotage, right? Comparison game. So I hopped onto the call and there's these other people in the panel and I'm immediately like, most of them are older than me. They're probably more successful. Look at that woman. She looks wealthy. (laughs) She's more successful than me. Oh, look at that woman. She's really like dressed beautifully. And this woman is, looks like she's got like a really calm face. This woman's not even talking that much. She must be so calm. I'm like talking like chatterbox to the other people, right? I started putting in the self-doubt emotion came in with my thoughts that my brain was feeding to me to compare myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was overthinking details. So I was in pretend confusion, like, all right, which which information should I give to her when she asks me where people can find me if they want to work with me? Should I give my Instagram or my website? And I started to like obsess over which was the right answer when of course in hindsight now I'm like, oh, there's no right answer or wrong answer here, right? Both great. We could make both of them work and just decide and have my own back on it, right? I want to share this with you and I really hope that for someone listening, this is helpful to hear because the ultimate result was I went on the podcast, I was interviewed, it's going to be launching within the next couple of weeks and someone, probably more than someone, probably hundreds of people are going to hear my story and join scholars and get their own amazing results because I was able to get on that podcast and share my results. And because I was able to create results up until that point that I had had the self-sabotage itch along the way in all of those scenarios, right? And I was able to not make the itch a problem. The itch is not a problem, my friends, because feelings aren't things that need to be fixed. They're human experiences for us to have. The action of self-sabotage, yes, it exists, but it's totally optional. It is created by your feelings, but you do not have to react to your feelings, okay? So I want to give you my final tips for what I have done to break the loop between feeling the self-sabotaging itch and reacting and actually self-sabotaging, okay? Because the last couple of up levels I've done and juicy results that I've created, I've always felt the itch and I've never acted on it. Okay, so this is what I've done. Number one, lean into the 50-50, okay? Don't make the fact that you're having this feeling a problem. Know that all human experiences are going to be 50-50. And if your brain is giving you these negative thoughts, nothing's gone wrong. You're just being human, right? And you can allow those emotions and continue to take action while feeling extremely uncomfortable. That is 
a secret sauce to success, okay? Number two is get coaching, okay? You do not have to do this by yourself. One of the ways I've been able to do um, create all these results so quickly is because I've hired the best coaches in the world. I continue to invest in myself. I've hired all sorts of coaches. I've hired all sorts of people that I'm putting on my life team, as I like to call it, right? To help me up level and create the life that I want. I am not under the illusion that I need to do that myself. And I'm also, I know for a fact that the best people to see my thoughts are the people outside of my brain, right? So I'm actually the worst person to identify my thoughts. So I I hire coaches so that I can have them reflect back to me my thoughts so that I can laugh at them, expose them, and immediately allow the feeling that it's creating right number three is beyond your brain so you can do some models if you don't know how to do that you certainly should join happening sessions or get coaching here or you can um, get coaching and you can join scholars Um, that's Brooke Castillo's program which taught me the model and it's just so life-changing it helps you get into awareness really quickly like oh I'm my brain's thinking that thought again oh okay nothing's gone wrong here you have to be on to your brain then four is stop talking about the doubt the fear and the confusion because when you do you're perpetuating it okay I want you to just stop talking about it the next time you want to tell people like oh my gosh yeah I'm totally freaked out I was doing that in the beginning and it was not creating anything great for me right so um you can flip it And number five, instead, ask yourself a high quality and question. Instead of thinking about what you don't know and saying, I don't know, I don't know, think, what do I know? Okay, so for me, what did I know? I knew that I had gotten the results that I uh, had sent in that email. I also knew that I was selected. This was such a fun thought that I stumbled upon in my coaching while I was having the self-sabotage issue and freaking out on the way to the result was... Okay, what do you want to feel about when you're on the podcast? And I was like, kind of like, I want to feel selected. And she was like, that's funny because you were selected to be on the podcast. And I was like, oh my God. It, I, it sounds so obvious when I'm saying it right now, but I'm telling you, I was not feeling selected. I was feeling unworthy. But the second that I, I knew, oh, I was selected, then I was able to feel selected. You have to actually give those thoughts airtime if you want to have the feeling associated with it. Right now, if you're having the self-sabotage itch, your your brain is having its way with you. It's it's feeding you all these other thoughts and you want to ask yourself some high quality questions to immediately snap yourself out of it. Coaches do this as well, but you can do it on your own. So what do I know? What's working, right? So what was working for me was just showing up as myself. Like it was already working. It got me this far. So why can't I believe that I can just do that again and it'll continue to get me where I'm going? So fun. Then number three is, how am I the perfect person in the perfect place? I love this one too. It really helps me to settle down and be like, I was elected. I am the perfect person. Why? Because I am. I'm a perfect example of how to do well as a successful person because I am am feeling the 50 50 and I'm allowing that and that's what I was taught how to do and that's how I've gotten this results so I was the perfect person by freaking out for for being on the podcast right isn't that so ironic 
Then once you're asking yourself these questions, tell yourself any answer, but I don't know. Because as my hapsters joke, we need to put it on a bumper sticker. I don't know is not an option. You do know, my friends, future you is already so in this next level you want to be in. She is making plans for the next level. It's as good as done. Don't make the itch a problem. That is how it's supposed to feel. You so got this. 